Hi everyone, welcome to episode 64 of Jumanzi Jiu-Jitsu podcast. And it's me with Shawnee Judo Jits here. We have Andrew Quinn, Jumanzi himself, and Con Gracie, Con Fenley. And we're talking... Hi, hi everyone. And we're going to talk about your your class. Yeah. Yeah, you know, everyone has different opinions. Like, uh, that's why when I put the things up, I prefaced it with the air quotes, perfect class. Because, you know, it's subjective and shit. Well... Obviously, there's no such thing as perfection, but everyone has a different opinion on what their ideal class would be. So, Sean, what's your ideal yep. class since you actually, you know, uh, teach jiu-jitsu classes? <laughs> yeah. uh, first, thing, first thing I like is that, you know, have nice numbers in the class. That's, that's, the, that's the first thing. And uh, I'm kind of a mixture of experience levels there, you know, so that you can kind of share the, share the experience with everyone. Um I suppose, like, do you want me to take you through a class format or mm. just say what? Yeah, like what's, uh, what's what's your ideal class, Sean? Like, well, what's a daily typical thing for you? Like, what, what do you guys do usually? Yeah, uh, apart from pre-COVID times and that, when we kind of, first thing you do, you come in and kind of check, make sure everyone's healthy, no one's injured and, and stuff like that. So you can make your adaptations if you need to. Um, but start off with a bit of a cardio warm-up, so... That's you know you you do a mini circuit or whatever and just make it relevant to the type of class you're teaching. Um, then straight off, people people are there for maybe two hours. We're talking about adults class here, so we want to get straight get the hands on the geese as soon as possible. Like anyone can run down the road and do a calisthenics at home, but when you're at jiu-jitsu or judo, you need to get that the hands on the gi for your warm up. Make it relevant. We, then if we we're doing judo or whatever i just i just call it a uh, uchikomi so that's just repetitions of a technique or movement patterns then we take it from static we start moving around doing it more practically and um, then you kind of do the the one for one kind of thing you choke me i choke you or like five for five or, or whatever so someone goes unconscious and <laughs> I suppose then you go into you decide whether you're going to go tachi was as a standing or groundwork kind of stuff build up to a bit of flow rolling or light randori and then you do one or two rolls where it's hell for a letter or you know if it's competition season you're going to have to up that level a bit of a bit of a nice stretch out or kind of breathing exercises Wim Hof for relaxation or something like that uh, give each other a big pat on the back big group photo and then listen to people waffle for about 20 minutes trying to get them out of the gym <laughs> an ideal day for me <laughs> yeah. uh, I miss all the post training waffling that was some of the best fucking I do, I do as well actually yeah so much fun like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. all the shit talking as well afterwards oh dude fucking hell fucking hell that motherfucker he tries to fucking darts choke me I fucking escape bitch motherfucker <laughs> that sort of thing yeah. if, if you're training with Kurt Oziander or something <laughs> that's just what yeah. he sounds that's what he sounds like oh yeah you get some deep shit after to- after a training session man you know it's true yeah, yeah like, if when they're relaxing their guard is down the, you know that's that's where I think the magic kind of happens after yeah you know, after beating the living shit out of each other, and uh, then your people are just like oh man I'm so happy I got to get I needed to get that out of my system <laughs> you're like okay spill and then people will talk, tell you their life story but uh, it's like that, that stuff needs to be done and I enjoy that part as well but if, you know there's nothing better than just after a good session doesn't always have to be a killer session but a good session and um, just having the crack. 
you know, <laughs> you could be good, good half hours. All right, if you're staying here talking, you're cleaning <laughs> as well. You know, so. <laughs> no, I've no qualms with that. Like, if you're staying after chatting the shit, you should clean. Like, might as well. Yeah. 100,000. Oh, yeah. mm. yeah. uh, see, I'm more of, like, I agree a lot with what you're, what you're saying. Like, I'm of the same mindset. Oh, it's one sec. I got to uh, plug in my fuck. Oh, no, it's grand. I thought I had to plug in my computer because the battery is weird, but it's fine. But see, um, my sort of perfect ideal thing is like, I fucking hate these stupid warm ups where you just run around a circle and fucking just, I uh, know, uh, knees high or kick your ass. Like, you know, yeah. feet, to, you know, I fucking hate that. It's stupid. Like, I'm there. I don't know about you. And then when they drag, like, if it's a short one, five minutes, okay, whatever. Who cares? It's it getting warm up. But when they drag 15 minutes or more, that's when I'm like, okay, class now is a fucking hour because of the Rona. So, like, a quarter of my fucking training time is dedicated to fucking. Running Party around a circle. Yeah, like, yeah. see, here's the here's thing. I don't know about most people, but I'm there to fucking do jiu-jitsu. I'm there to grapple. I'm not there mm. to do fucking cardio. Like, you know, that's that's what I want to utilize my time for. If I want to, like, I know you have to improve your cardio so you don't gas out in each rolls, in your rolls. But if gassing out is such a fucking problem for you, maybe you should do cardio when you're not doing jiu-jitsu. If, you, if, you're so, if you're so concerned about it, in my opinion. That's just me. Like, you know... I don't really gas out that much, you know, my cardio is only decent, like, and I utilize my fucking energy well, but see, I just love flow rolling, like, yeah, but see, it's not just, like, static drilling shit, my opinion is, like, um, I'm of the mind, lots of things, <laughs> I'm not phrasing this well, but lots of what we do when, before a sesh is we just throw up any guard, they pass it, you retain, you throw up another guard, Oh, you do that over and back for a minute, and you, you throw up obscure guards, you throw up things you don't usually do, so they have to get new reactions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I throw up reverse De La Hiva, even though I never play it, just so I can see them fucking pass reverse De La Hiva. You know, that's just an example and shit, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, look. Get those hands, hands on the gear, like, you know, far up, you know. But, like, if you're going to be doing cardio, why not lift the, lift the guy on your shoulder, run across the mat, Oh no! <laughs> yeah, you know, like that way you're you're getting cardio, you're lifting a body, and you're getting used to your grips. You know, you're making it functional. You know, rather than just kind of going right, run over here, uh, tap that. There's a kettlebell, pick it up. You can do that at home. You know, mm. and like you can have you can have uh, strength conditioning sessions that are you know are fight fit ones like I do, and. Um, you know, that, that's all well and good, but when you're there for jiu-jitsu, you want to get jiu-jitsu, particularly when you've only got the hour sessions now, or 45 minutes at times as well because of cleaning and stuff, so mm. Mm. <laughs> you want to get as much done as you can. Mm. Yeah, Khan, we haven't heard your sexy voice enough yet, so what's your thinking? Well, I, just want, I was just going to interject on what uh, Shawnee was saying there about you only have the hour. Um, a lot of times you don't even get that, you get like, you know, five, ten minutes in to warm up, then you get your however set allotment of time to like you know to, to do your techniques and then your role but a lot of technique time is actually taken up by like your techniques could take like two minutes to present and then like it's like all right five minutes of drilling or ten minutes of drilling or whatever but it ends up taking like 20 or, yeah. or maybe, maybe for like one whole like technique because um or just one part of the technique because people fucking still don't know what they're doing like that's not because like you know you're a shit teacher or because they're dumb. It's because, like, it might be a technique that they've never seen before. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it literally could be as in your the whole because it's happened with wrestling when I was teaching wrestling loads. Um, the whole kind of time frame would be you warm up for five to ten minutes, 
then you drill for a half an hour and then you do you drill for half an hour to 35 40 minutes and then the rest of it is you roll for a bit okay so like or you wrestle for a bit or whatever it is but a lot of the time it's actually it actually goes into like you know the drilling part you have to cut that down you, you can always assume that you can fly through the techniques in like five minutes but since they're teaching something new mm. they don't get it straight away like do you know what i mean so, so your actual roll time gets cut down even a bit more, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was saying. You only get the, the one or two at the end. Like, you know, it's... Yeah. And everyone's like, in. why do we get so little? It's like, well, that's why. Mm. And that's it. Like, it's it's sometimes like a, a Kimura is a Kimura. But from what positions you can use it. And, and that's mm. it. Like, people say, oh, I know a Kimura, but they generally just know it from back. Yeah, you know, from being on their back and doing the sit up and the sweep with it, yeah. you don't always know that you can use it from mount or set up from mount, or you can use it as a controlling mechanism, or mm. even the Kimura, the Kimura system or anything like yeah. that. You know, so yeah, exactly. Like that Kimura trap system that we did in when we were doing it in Tullamore, we flew through about three tech. We we go through about three techniques a day, um, mm. so that would be like you know, let's say if we're doing the Kimura trap, what you do is you'd start from maybe close guard, you do your hip hop sweep onto mount, and then maybe you uh maybe that's your sweep and then maybe what you do is you go from you're going to pass somebody's sitting guard and then you roll over into the rolling more and then you take the back or you can do is you can go into like um you can go into maybe an actual just a regular come or come up on come up onto the darts position and then mm. the go to more but that's like when you say that now you can imagine when i say you're going to jump to a, you're going to jump to a rolling camora from somebody uh-huh. Like you, like you know what that's about, like. But if yes. that's new, they're gonna be like what? What do you mean? It's like, it's like well, I can't. Well, I can't. I'll have to show you, like, and then, like you know, getting somebody to kind of do something that they're really uncomfortable with, or to just don't, they physically don't know how it works at all. That can take up a lot of your time. That's not, that's not me saying like, oh, you're a waste of time. That's me saying like, you know, you have to account for these things if you're going to be training or not training, coaching. You know what I mean? So it's again. It does cut down in the rolling time, but it is, it's true, like, you know, it's... Hmm. Uh, quick aside, I know, once knew a guy who tried a rolling Kimura on me, and he injured himself. He fucking, he, he was a lanky dude, and I was, like, keeping a real sort of uh, tied-in butterfly guard. He grabs my hand, and he tries to fling himself over me to get the rolling Kimura. He lands on his own head and gives himself a concussion. <laughs> nice. One of the guys landed on me and gave me, and gave me like, a big spinal neck injury. Oh, motherfucker. What'd you do to him afterwards? Oh, I double-legged him. Good. And not just a regular double-leg, I picked him up and slammed him. Awesome, man. Fuck him, he deserved it. I uh, know, he's one of my good friends, like, but... No, he, got, he got off pretty easy, all things considered. Yeah, he got off pretty easy, considering what I could have done. <laughs> yeah, like, you should count his lucky blessings that you didn't spike him on his head, return a favour. <laughs> What's your ideal class, Shumanzi? Hmm. Uh, see, I already uh, badgered on about my warm-up. Uh, Sean just left there. I think he uh, hung up accent or something or other. But we'll just carry on. So, like, uh, what's it? What's it or other? What was it saying? Oh, yeah. So, like I said, I don't want a warm-up. That's too fucking, what's it called? Long. Cardio-based. Too long. Like, you can do a short cardio one in my opinion. It's fine. I don't care. It's necessary. Fine. And then the flow roll sort of warm-up, I think, is a better idea. Or one of the things my coach used to do, for a while, it was uh, passing the guard with one hand, passing their their guard one hand, 
they can only retain one hand or passing with no hands or like trying to retain one hand, no hands. And I remember I fucking half guard swept someone with no hands one time because they, they, they just tried to sit into my half guard and like pummel their legs and shit. I'm like, nope. I done like the giggler and shit. And I was like, <laughs> that's what it's called. The fucking giggler. If you've ever seen it, it's fucking really good. Okay. So what's it? Um, we actually got some stuff off the Facebook. Now, Con, do you want to read it out? Read some out or will I? I will read some out if you request me so, Shawnee. Isaac. I don't know what happened. I can't hear anything. Um, I'll tell him to... Yeah, we're just uh, having technical difficulty there for a second, guys, because I think Sean got dropped from the call. I'm just calling him back in. So... Yeah. Oh, there he is. There he is. Yeah, yeah, you... there I am. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, say that you left, but we just rang you back in. It's all good. super duper Sorry, Con, I didn't hear the, the end of your set thing there. I was out for about three minutes. Uh, oh, shit. What, what was the last thing you heard? Uh, we are talking about Kimura system, how myself and Andrew would be kind of cool that you say you just jump into it. But mm-hmm. you'd have to, with, with other guys who wouldn't be as experienced or be a new concept to them, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd have to bring it back a bit. Yeah, yeah, but that's pretty much like, you no, know, the whole kind of, that's, that's pretty much the whole premises of that um, kind of statement that I was making. Like, you know, you have to account for these kind of deviations and time constraints because like, you know, it's like it is a technique that, and obviously, somebody out there has never seen it before. Yeah. Like I could say to you, right? So we're gonna go single. We're gonna go to. We're gonna go to single leg X from open guard. Uh, we're gonna switch to X guard. We're gonna switch to reverse X. Then we're gonna go for um, a sweep that will lead you straight into inside Sinkaku. and then mm. you know what that is already. Yeah, but it. it, it... For someone else, like it's a whole different language, kind of. Yeah. It's like what? I, maybe, just, maybe if someone doesn't speak Danaher as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So like, um, so we're just saying that, like, you know, people, some people won't actually physically know how to do that. So a lot of your time will actually get taken up, like, doing that. Like, if you come, if you go, to, if you like drill with guys that are like, you know, high level, you can literally say to them, right? So we're going to go from uh, from knee slice, working mm. your ass from knee slice for five minutes, and there you go. Like, you know, they don't need any help. Um, they might like you know vary the pressure or whatever they're doing, but like, you know, mm. so what they can do, they already know what to do. But then that's why it's called class. Like you know, you're teaching new people, so whenever like you know you're teaching that stuff, you're always kind of teaching them like little details as well. It's just like you know a technique. So I could, I could show you guys a knee slice pass that would take about two minutes to present, and then mm. that's a knee slice pass. But in terms of actually breaking it down and like you know making it understandable for for like you no. Know, the non-belt people or like you know the low white belts you can yeah. be like you know it can it can take a bit of time like and it's okay like you know for that to happen but mm. you know, he- i kind of like that when people ask questions as well during it you know it means they're trying to understand it in a little bit more detail yeah no that's 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 exactly another thing as well like you know i'd much prefer people to be kind of like learn like it is class like at the end of the day like there's no point throwing people into the deep end if they don't know how to roll or if they don't know the mechanics of doing stuff and um, some people need to kind of like like, I know for a fact that I need it as well. I'm not sure about you, but I'm pretty sure you kind of... You kind no, of no, I'll ask. If I need stuff, I'll kind of mm. ask it. Yeah, but you kind of need that reason why you mm. do a certain thing rather than mm. just, like, you know, being told, right? So we're going to... We do Camorras because good control. It's like, yeah, but why? It's like, you need to be shown how and why it has good control. Like, way it kind of, like... You know, the guys are like, no questions. Like, okay, let's drill this for two minutes and we'll come back and fix how much you made of bollocks of it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because people say, they, they look at it like, oh, it looks easy. 
but they'd forget that when you're teaching it, you're doing that movement for maybe 20 years, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like know, he makes it look so simple. It's like, I've been doing it for longer than you've been alive, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, like, you know, and, and it is one of those kind of things that people kind of, like, forget about. Low. I think people kind of underestimate how hard it is to actually, like, um, the kind of like you know see technique for the first time and like everybody's when you get to about a year in you kind of see a lot of stuff so it's not really that phasing but I remember starting off I'd seen a knee slice before I was like what the fuck is this like, yeah. my, first, my first ever technique was a knee slice pass and I, I still use the same knee slice pass today but like I was just like what the fuck am I why is my shit and you're like what, why is what's going on and, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on I didn't know what was happening I didn't know what jiu-jitsu was. I didn't know I could get choked with my own arm. And I, I was like, what the fuck is this like? So like taking the time out for other students who actually who actually ask questions, like, you know, and I feel kind of, and I understand why people kind of are hesitant to ask because it is like, it is kind of a scary thing to ask in front of a whole class. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, what if everybody else gets it except me? Like, yeah, what I kind of do if I if I'm doing do after teaching a technique and no one has questions, I have a quick look around, mm. and you start noticing someone's trying to do something and their initial missing they're missing the initial step of it. You mm. kind of go around and try help them the one to one so they don't stick out mm. because people don't like to be singled out. And then if there's a few of them, it's like okay guys, so these are doing great, but I'm just gonna refresh it here and go through a few more of the nitty gritty points, mm. and then no one's no one's kind of sticks out then you know yeah yeah i like that as well like whenever whenever i'm teaching i always do that kieran does that loads as well he'll uh, if he's teaching a class he'll be like all right that's very good but once i add like you know a little kind of extra step into it just in the middle mm. bit there or whatever like you know that's yeah, how you present it as well isn't it that's hmm? how you present it yeah as well like you know you can't i don't think you can kind of just be like here this technique do it like you know people, <laughs> people don't understand uh, most people don't understand that like you know it's and obviously there's a few like you know phenomenal freaks out there who be like you know they'll see a technique once and they'll do it i'm one of those guys that can do that with wrestling but i can't do it with jiu-jitsu um so i'm i'm basically a big copycat so if i see somebody doing it i can do it like but somebody what you need to do is you need to break it down you need to kind of like see how see how it works and see why it works that way as well mm. Knowing, knowing why it works is half the battle. Like, I remember, it's like it's like being in school and learning poetry. It's like, why mm. do you know this? Like, how is this relevant to me? You know, like if it's if it, if it doesn't if it's not like you know, kind of made to seem important, or if it's not, or if it's kind of just thrown in your face and this is, and you're told this is how it is, you're not really going to learn it as much, and you're not really going to pay as much attention to it as you yeah. would. It's like you need this for X, Y, and Z, and it's going to work in this scenario, this scenario, and that scenario. And if it doesn't work, you also have this and this and this. And, like, you know, as, as long as it connects to, like, you know, everything else in your game, like, you know, or everything else that you've been learning in the curriculum, you're going to take it on. And that's why I think a lot of people kind of take it on in, um, in conscious, subconsciously. Yeah, I think of that similar as well. If you, yeah, Colin, if you make it relevant to the people, like, oh, just that never worked for me. And you're like going, okay, but well, maybe it might work on you. So you need to learn how to defend it. That's a good that's a sick burn there, Sean's like, oh well uh, that wouldn't work for me. He's like, oh it'll work on you, motherfucker. <laughs> <If you don't laughs> know. Uh, see, I noticed something there. See, 
like if you learn how to as well as if, if you leave it's beneficial to learn attacking first because then like if you're running in if they're defending really good like say you're trying to learn an ankle lock or something for example and then like uh they are they try to get up on the foot or they try to push the foot off the hip or if it's in gi to try to grab your collar you'll be aware of that those sort of options and shit if everyone anyone tries to attack an ankle lock on you you're like oh yep. this is what they keep doing to me when i try to do it so now it's been done to me you know do you ever like do you ever I doubt it makes more sense to learn attack first because then, you know, if you're attacking something, you learn what they're doing to defend it as opposed to learning defense first because that's because then you won't learn how to attack it. You know, it do, it works one way, but then not the other. It's mm. something I, I noticed there. It's a bit, bit well, weird. Like, does that make sense? That's almost 100% true, actually. That's that can be one of the few kind of things that can slow you down in a class as well whenever you're teaching for the first time is teaching new guys, completely new guys. You have to kind of pick. A position neutral kind of technique because as in like position as in like you know attacking or defend neutral kind of position that's mm. why you use guard kind of mm. would be the first thing you learn because like you know because yeah. you don't know how to pass the guard but they also don't know how to do anything from guard so like it's not really it's not really too much of an issue but like if you say right so we're going to start from like um i don't know worm de la x yeah you're gonna, you're gonna start working with and stuff it's like what I don't get this at all. I don't know how to attack legs. Imagine, like, I don't know how to pass the legs. Yeah. Like, so, but everybody's just confused then. But then, you know, it, yeah, I agree with you, Manzi, on that one, actually. Yeah, look, I can say, I agree quite a bit with it. You know, like, even when you start off and someone just comes in totally new and say, okay, we're going to start from guard. And are like, what's a guard? And you go, okay, I'm going to basically lie on my back and I'm going to wrap my legs around your waist as like, why would you do that? You know, you'd be losing them. Going, no, no. <laughs> you know, it, it's people don't trying to do. You really have to bring it back to that basic step. You know, it's interesting. <laughs> you know, see, learn what to do from there. See, like, but uh, I was trying to like the way I'm talking about. It, it's not necessarily just for a beginner orientated sort of scenario. Like, obviously, mm. that is beneficial for them. Like attacking defense is obviously important, but I'm saying like, say you've learned a new move or there's a submission you want to implement. If mm. you start attacking it first, it's more of a beneficial, you know, than oh, trying yeah. to learn the defense first. Like, you know, say you wanted to oh, implement, no, I agree with that. Uh, say you wanted to implement the Kimura system cons on about, like obviously yeah. attack it first, see what defenses people are doing, try to keep them in mind. If someone tries it on you, you have them defenses in the back of your brain then anyway. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. I agree with that one. You know, um, well, if I'm rolling with someone, they're trying something, and I know what they're setting up, you know, without without them knowing. You just kind of say, "Oh, you sneaky bastard!" And you're like, <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, he's copped this." Oh, fuck, <laughs> you know. But it's great when you see people attacking it, you know, and and trying to integrate it into their game. Hmm. Yeah, that's just brilliant. I love I love that as a coach when you see someone trying to do something on you that you've caught maybe that week. Yeah, you know, like, like that's great. Hmm. And I think here's another thing as well. Actually, fucking my wrestling crew actually do that to me the whole time. I hate it because the because I've shown like you know only a couple of techniques, but the techniques that I've shown, I've just shown it to the fucking. I've pretty much done it so where nobody wants to hear the word double leg anymore or a single leg. <laughs> but like, I'm having Catherine. I'm like, oh fuck off! I'm like, I know we shouldn't have fucking taught you. But it's one of those kind of things where like, and you know it's just as I was where like you teach them something and you just be like, why the fuck did I teach you that? Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're teaching them how to stop you. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much like, and you're just like, why have I done this? It's, it's I'm like, supposed to be the coach. <laughs> but um, yeah, actually, there's another thing as well that I wanted to say. Whenever you learn systems 
I think. When you learn a whole system, I think that sticks in people's brains a lot more. Oh, definitely, yeah. But they don't do it during a roll because everybody else knows what they're doing. But if you won't go to a competition, I've noticed it myself as well, I'll revert back to basic shit, like more traps mm. and close guard. Moving back close guard because I played in it there. And every time I do, I get an armbar. But that's going back to the basic stuff. But like all mm. that kind of whole system, it always ends up sticking in your head a lot more rather than just singular techniques. I think people are just like, go, right, we want to learn a hit and iron throw today. And then we're also going to learn, we're going to learn, um, Want to learn, let's say, a dart choke, and then we're also going to learn this or this or this. But if you say to somebody, the system I'm going to do today is a side troll back to mount and then to a dart choke with mm. some steps along the way, that's a system. So that's going to stick in somebody's head much more rather than just a few singular submissions. Yep. That being said, this is just a general, that's kind of my general consensus in the whole thing. Don't take this for word of fact, peoples. Um, <laughs> But like, no, but in my opinion, systems do stick a lot better. What do you think? I think so. I like to do teams, you know, like, um, I just say, okay, we're in side control. Here's your options. Flow from one to two to three to four to five to six. And you do it so much, it becomes automatic, mm. you know, and then you can flow through them. So it's very, you know, same as, as a system. I just kind of stick with a team for maybe two, three weeks. Of, like today's team, we're working on um from side control, going through a keys, Katami, what can we do for there? And then it would be from the opposite side, from Mount, what submissions could you get from Mount? Before you know, they all flow together. Like, you know, it's yeah. brilliant when you see lads, see, do you ever just see someone and it just clicks with them for the first time? Yeah. And you're like, yes. <laughs> the funny thing is, you're like, yes. They're like, whoa, look at it. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, great stuff. And their head's exploding with pride. It's true. Like, you know, it is kind of one of those things. And I don't think it's about it. Some people will say, I don't know one technique from there. It's like, that's fine. That's okay. Like, yeah, that's, that's totally okay. Like, and I, I think people kind of kick themselves a little bit when it comes to giving them credit for knowing something. Unless they're like, you know, a three year white belt and they don't know what a side control is. But like, then, yeah. but like, you know, even, I think people are kind of always like, oh, I don't know. I only know the one technique from here. I only know this and that. So, okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, as long as you know how to fucking do it properly, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, mm. for fucking ages, I didn't know anything from, from, uh, from what was it? From clothes guard, apart from a Kamora and a hip pump sweep. Mm. That's all I knew. Didn't know how to do a triangle. Didn't know how to do an armbar. Still don't know how to do a triangle on an armbar. But still. <laughs> I, I kind of tell people to, to improvise as well, you know. Like an armbar is straightening the arm more than it's meant to, or twisting it the way it doesn't go, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're if you're in a roll or something, just experiment with it, you know. Uh, or if, if you want to choke someone, squeeze their neck some way, <laughs> you know. And people get frustrated, but I only know one or two. And it's like, okay, well, experiment with what you do know and how can you change it and learn yourself as well. Mm. And there's one or two. Or someone will come up with something absolutely nuts and you go, right, you're going to teach that to everyone now. Or you, or teach me that so I'll teach them your move. You know, I'll I tell you, the pride that comes in people is just amazing. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, guys, do you want to go through some of the Instagram stuff and the Facebook thing I got off the, the question in, in the groups I got? Yeah, yeah. shoot, man. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, Khan, yeah. You can you can read out some of the Facebook ones, but I'll go through the Instagram ones I got first. I got a, a few standout ones. A lot of them went over the same points, but here are some of the standouts. It's like, 
a lot of positional drills where you stay in the middle and practice a certain situation many times. That's really good. It's like sort of a hyper-specific sort of mode of training where it's really focused on one sort of situation there. That's fucking, that's a really good one in my opinion. So movement preparation technique, specific sparring, uh, free sparring, stretching afterwards. That's good because fucking stretching afterwards. Stretching afterwards is a good fucking idea unless you wanna unless you wanna get injured, in which case you know you're a fucking idiot. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need to do relaxation and stretch. You know, a bit of yoga afterwards. You know, you hear all those little clicks and all. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, man, a bit of yoga, no bother. Yoga, <laughs> yoga. Well, that's how I say yoga. Uh-huh. That sounds like you're a GA fan there, you know. Fuck the GA bastards, I hate them. Like, uh, let's not get into that this episode, but screw them anyway. <laughs> Don't get me started. It's like uh, being able to actually remember the technique. I'm like, well, dude, that's that'd be ideal for everything, because you know, <laughs> if your brain actually worked, if my brain actually worked, I'd be a happy fucking man. <clears throat> now I got a long one here. This dude sent me about five fucking, you know, you could. He sent me like five paragraphs of stuff. Yeah. The maximum amount of stuff you could send an Instagram message. You sent me five of them. I only read this is a good friend of mine. He knows I fucking hate when he sends me long yeah. ass fucking messages. I'm like, motherfucker. So I'm only gonna read out the first one. I'm like, so because I can't read. It's like uh, I mean a perfect. <laughs> here it is. <clears throat> I mean a perfect class would include multiple high level instructors teaching uh, focus as uh, a comma focused on a small group of like three to five people your level. But realistically, for the average gym, for the average BGA practitioner. I would have to say a good class would include a simple warm-up that utilizes BGJ-specific movements or drilling patterns, ideally in the form of games, following um, teaching some, followed by teaching some technique. <clears throat> Sorry. And then a specific sparring and open, specific sparring and open sparring. I would also uh, argue that the pitfalls of most clubs are, uh, are A, killing themselves in the warm-up, B, having 15-minute-plus min- warm-ups, and C, too much technique. Uh, like, I think people overhauling, overvalue drilling and forget the point of warm-ups is to warm people up and not challenge them or tire them out ex- excessively. That's a good point because you actually want a bit of fucking energy when you're done ro- when you're done warming up so you can actually fucking train, you know. That's just that's a good fucking point. What do you guys think of that one? That was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot. That's what I was saying. Get the hands on the geese. You know, you can be warming up by fucking pulling the guy around a match, you know, and making it relevant. You know, the, the idea of blitzing someone with cardio is useful in certain situations. Like, well, Plus, you'll be too tired to fucking maybe concentrate because you'll be too breezy, go, too too busy going <sighs> in between rounds because you're trying to get your fucking breath back so you can fucking relax. <laughs> okay, so we'll go through some of the Facebook ones. So, Khan, uh, I, I tagged you in the thing there. Do you want to read a few of them out since you, actually, you can read and you have a decent voice? I got it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, from Alex. Well, I won't say a second. Here. From Alex, a system, not just techniques, like being taught uh, what to expect from certain positions from an opponent and the appropriate response, versus showing how just to execute uh, submission. Like what I said, a submission rather. Sorry, a system over you know just random submissions. Um, five minutes of rolling. Oh, sorry, five minutes of stretching. Ten minutes of body movement drills. Uh, 45 minutes of technique and an hour of rolling. 100%. Now, this is from Wade. At the gym I go to, we usually have a solid warm-up with with usually a jog. People who wrote this is not... The person who wrote this is not good at English. Um, (laughs) Starting with a jog and what 
and what not followed by some different guard situation of drilling for 10 minutes sweeps are submit then we go to what techniques we are learning uh we're going to learn usually around three or four techniques depending on what position series we're working on and how much detail has to go into the moves and then it's open mat until everybody's done rolling and it's a solid two hours or more a night and we run classes like like that four nights a week wow um okay so that was a lot of things basically what you're saying is you, you jog for the warm-up and then you do some guard drilling for 10 minutes which is sweep or submit and then you learn three or four techniques depending on the position that they're doing in that week and then they roll for an hour and then yeah that adds up to your two hours i just do that four times a week god that was that was horrible to read um <laughs> david said a technique based on warm-up um uh none of the running around <laughs> everybody hates running around yeah. none of the running around the mat shit with bear uh none of the running around the mat shit etc bear crawls and um, roll over shoulders etc etc et maybe a floor or something uh, a few minutes of drilling drilling a takedown then a technique a counter or escapes uh, maybe a few uh, that are all related a few rounds of positional sparring based on what we learned that night and then finish with some open rounds yeah 100%. Yeah. Sounds pretty much back to the glory days when you could actually grab someone, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Man, it's like fucking, uh, you're getting pure nostalgia. It's like you're an old curmudge, like, hey, back in my day, we could actually fucking train you if you were a stripper snapper. Oh, guys, uh, Sean just looks old. He isn't actually old. Big, uh, big difference. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> the longer I'm not training, the older I feel, you know? He's a young, spry gentleman. Thank you very much. Somebody, yeah. somebody has said, you start some breathing exercises uh, led by Rickson, then five minutes of gentle yoga led by the yoga for BJJ guys, <laughs> followed by five minutes of intense solo drilling led by Jeff Glover. Then Rickson teaches some cool moves and Glover shows you something that he's been working on. Then it's spare time and everyone gets to roll at Rickson and Glover. Then it's time for the Pope and Rickson puts his, puts his card behind the bar. Oh, man. Okay, first and foremost, you pronounce, <laughs> you pronounce, you pronounce Hickson wrong. And this guy spelled Jeff wrong. And that, that sounds like a great fucking time, thirdly. So that, that those are the three points I wanted to address. Yeah, I'd enjoy that. <laughs> I, I don't care. Um, well, I'd enjoy that too. Free pub. He'd get fucking mashed. Yeah. Um, I know what it wouldn't consist of warm ups on a purple belt, so I so I'm exempt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, man, I say that's got to be the best part of being a purple belt, not having to do those stupid warm ups that we all complain about. But if gyms made fucking warm ups decent, like we're suggesting, the purple mm -hmm. belts wouldn't feel the need to skip the warm ups. So, ha, take that. I am. Um... I'll read this one in a second, but I kind of agree with Humanzi. Like I like some of our purple belts do like you know really fun like warmups like we do um takedowns. Like I I I'm the kind of dickhead who loves takedowns and stuff. So like yeah. I love that stuff. But I know I've seen Kieran go on. Like, right, so we're gonna drill takedowns one for one now for the next five minutes. Right, grab a partner around your own size and uh, like go on, thirty two one and we clap. And then but I've seen some people's faces being like, oh for fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> I should not. But then I've seen other ones where it's like, all right, so we're going to play a game. So this here is your rugby ball, but you're allowed to tackle the person with, uh, you're allowed to tackle anybody else on the other team with chokes and strangles and whatever. Just make sure you tap. It's like, what? <laughs> Basically, it's a free-for-all. 
I was about to think it say that. That's one of my favorite warm-ups. We get we get a medicine ball and yeah, you have a yeah, team yeah. and you have to get the medicine ball to the other side of the mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we call it murder ball. The ball can oh, yeah, go backwards. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it was great. It was great for a while till some of the smaller people got too adventurous and started attacking the fucking heavyweights. Oh, <laughs> and the, the lads would roll over and like. Oh. I think like, oh shit, the insurance gonna be shot. Oh, <laughs> but you know what? We'll have to bring it back. Yeah. A bit of murder death ball is, is what you need sometimes. Everybody, somebody's <sighs> literally gonna die though. Yeah. Good. It's called murder ball. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah. But uh, you know when we play, you know that that the annoying kind of run around the circle thing. If yeah, we ever yeah. doing that, we say right, you ready? And you have to kick the person in front of you in the arse. <laughs> So that makes people run faster. And then I say, change. So it's like revenge time. You get to kick the other person in the ass. Like, Good. Yeah. You know, I, there's ways of making it fun. There's there's boring cardio, but you can make some stuff fun as well. Like, you know, like. Um, we do um, we do this thing where, it's, again, it's running. But what you have to do is you have to catch the person in front of you. As in, like, what you're going to do is the people at the very back, you space out enough so that somebody can run in between the people that, that are like, you know, running around in a circle. So what you do is the person at the back runs and weaves in between each person that's in front yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, right? And then the person the person next in line, as in the last person, they have to run after them again. So if they catch up with them or pass them out, then another person has to do, like, 20 steps on them. Ah, it's, it's like fun. duck, duck, goose. <laughs> yeah, kind of, but, like, you're all still running. So, like, like it's... You're running. Everybody's running, but then yeah, you like, run faster. While not running anybody else, and everybody kind of trips over themselves as well, so it's really funny. So, so if you're running and somebody ends up getting clipped while they're trying to run, weave in and out with other of other guys, like you know, jogging around in the circle, and they end up fucking face planting. It's like, yeah, like you can have great, you can have great fun with it as well. You know, it, when it's boring, fucking stuff. Mm. Oh, guys, two of the best ones we ever did was like, uh, just get people to put their socks on while uh, we're warming up and just steal the socks off them. Yeah, <laughs> that was that's a really fun one. Like, but the best one I did, I only, I only did this once, mind you, and it wasn't even a warm up. Like, we there was a, there just wasn't many people left Friday night nogi, and your man is like, "Oh, Andrew, do you want to do a, a round of dizzy dinosaurs?" Like, the fuck is dizzy dinosaurs? Like, okay, we're gonna spin around for twenty fucking seconds to get super dizzy, and then we're gonna start rolling. It's like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was really fun. I felt like I was drunk. I was like, oh Jesus fucking Christ! And then I'm trying to roll with someone who uh, was way better than me. I was like, oh Jesus, fuck me. Oh God, it's like my equilibrium was grand because I, I don't get dizzy easy. But man, uh, I I wanted to make sure I did it right, so I spun like a motherfucker. <laughs> I was I should do we should do that more. That's fucking really cool. Dizzy dinosaurs. <laughs> dizzy dinosaurs sounds good. And uh, there's one I do sometimes called battle charge. And basically, someone someone's down on all fours. The other person sits up on their back, hooks in, and two lines literally just crash into each other. <laughs> and just uh, literally tear the other person off there. The guy back. Uh, you so should get, you should get sticks and make it a joust in. or something. So it's jousting. <laughs> yeah. Jousting. Or yeah. Um, another one I do, um, we get, you know, like um, hula hoops kind of thing. Yeah. And we call it like, uh, don't step into shit. So the hula hoop. <laughs> The hula hoop is the big shit pond, and you have to get your partner, grab the gi, and make them step into it. <laughs> right? So, literally, you are working them, getting the other person to move a certain way. You are sweating like fuck because you don't want to step in this. Uh, yeah, well, I crack with it. Like, <laughs> uh, another one is called Lord of Your Ring. 
uh, which is the opposite way. You're you're in the little hula hoop and you have to push the other person out. You know, oh, so. dude, we, we did that one time with a square of belts. Like, uh, oh, and mind oh, you, you could you could oh, shove, you could do anything goes to get someone out of your fucking your no no square. Anything goes. You can shove them, double leg them, or just fucking hip toss them the fuck out. Anything goes as long as you get them out of the fucking. Uh, like, even if they put you in a submission, you just roll out of it. But they roll out first. Fuck them. Yeah. They lose. <laughs> and that, my friend, is how you can have make a warm up fun. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm. I, not... I like all these. Uh... All, all these games mm. yeah like there's a, another really sneaky one we do with the, the medicine ball so imagine we're all in a circle looking into each other okay we're all sidestepping as you do you get the medicine ball or rugby ball you throw it to someone when you when you throw it you have to do two sprawls so you can literally and then the other person grabs it throws it to someone else and what you're doing is you are on someone and you are making them sweat like a motherfucker and having great crack at their expense <laughs> so Wait, so you're, so I like that one. You're trying to throw the ball to somebody who who isn't up yet. Yep. Oh. Oh, mother. Oh, dude, that's that's, that's mean. That's horrible. That's how I was raised. We did that with um when you're running, when you're jogging in a circle. What you do is you get a glove or something, and you peg it at somebody else. And if they don't catch it, you do ten push-ups. While yeah. while you're running, so they must be able to look behind them. Like they could be right behind you, and you could like peg it at the back of their head. And, like what are you doing, like? <laughs> Why didn't you catch it? And then they just have to do like 10 push ups. But like, uh, if you throw a bad throw or something, like, you know, then they have to like. Oh, then it's your turn. Yeah, then it's your turn to do like 10, 10 push ups or whatever. It's really fun. It's I, like I'm going up to someone and throwing down your glove and say, I challenge you to a duel, sir. Yeah. I, um, I kind of miss those games actually because we've been so. Because since we've been. Uh, so, like, our whole team is competition oriented, so we don't get to do mm. much of games anymore. But. Um, but whenever we do, they're fucking class. So much fun. Okay. All you got to do is go to the kids' class, Con. <laughs> no, because yeah. I don't do that. Well, well, you have the mental maturity of a child, as do I. Just go there yeah. and have your little games. Yeah, but I've got a technique to kick the shit out of you, so... Oh, man, you can go to both classes, for fuck's sake. Jesus, well, doesn't have to be one or the other. I don't want to go to both classes. Well, I do. Yeah, guys, guys, you appreciate the adults' class so much after teaching the kids' class. <laughs> yeah, it's actually ridiculous. Like, yeah, teaching the kids is actually probably one of the most fun things in the world, but it's also one of the most stressful things in the world. Yeah, yeah. When it works, it's brilliant, but when when it's not working or oh god, yeah. Oh, dude, because you have to watch them like a fucking like an eagle or so, like a fucking hawk. You have to watch them with a fucking because like a magnifying glass. Because like here's the thing: one time we were doing turtle like but they had their hooks and their seatbelt in and they had to like roll them over take the back but we had to stress don't fucking pull them backwards because you know you could hurt them you could break their yeah. fucking knees so like i was just fucking watching like a motherfucker to make sure that didn't happen i was like oh just <laughs> and then if there was even the faint hint of uh backwards falling i just fling fling over there grab them and just like yeah. put them back to normal because you know i don't want two kids breaking their knees it's fucked up oh god no <laughs> oh yeah, so there's some great tips for a good class. Make it fun. Jesus Christ, if it's not fun, why would you be there? Yeah, like, you know, if you're not enjoying yourself, what the fuck's the point in being there? You know, like you do, I, you know, whatever your goals, like doing, like we've talked about this before, whether you do jiu-jitsu for just fitness, self-defense, competition, you want to do MMA, whatever. There's, there is just one consistent thing that falls under the banner of all that. You want, you do it because it's fun. You know, you could you could try to do that. You could try to do jiu-jitsu. But if you don't find it fun, you're not going to fucking stick around. 100%. Mm. Well, I read yeah, a, that's, I, that's I, 
I've got two or three more of these I want to read out, just specific ones. Mm, um, sure thing, can. And then I ended at that. One of them is no oil checking. Um, oh, God. <laughs> one of them is uh, not getting injured. Another one is also not getting injured. Another yeah. one's not getting injured as well. Nobody wants to get injured. Why, why not? Like, you know. Dude, people give you sympathy if you're injured. Yeah. And, you know, uh, if you have a cast or something, you could pick up women at the bar because, uh, you know, grand sympathy. Um, yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, Me being able to retain guard. <laughs> oh, snap. Um, I'll, I'll read this. Uh, I'll read this one first, and I'll read the long one, and we'll, then we'll finish up with that. With that one, um, this is actually kind of long, kind of a little bit lengthy, but the other one's even longer. So I'm gonna leave the long one to the last. Um, not the tongue twister. Anyways, from a student perspective, eat a good meal uh, for lunch that is not too heavy and is enough to keep me energized. I show up on time that night in my favorite rash guard and shorts. Do the drills with my favorite training partner uh, in a nice, smooth flow. Get it? Nice. Or that looks good. From the instructor as he walks by. Ro uh, during rolling, do six rounds. Three with folks I'm evenly matched with and three with folks that will submit me and I will learn from. Then do four more rounds uh, because I'm so energetic and having fun. I love you, Brandon McCracken. McCracken. <laughs> Oh, dude, he's he's a great guy. He's a what? He's a fucking legend in the in the Ten Planet Sphere. He runs Ten mm. Planet Decatur. He's a fucking he's a beast. Ah, but only two Pearl Jam songs: Jimi Hendrix, E Forty, Ice Cube, or Rage Against the Machine is playing during the rest of the rounds. I am old. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm good, good taste. Uh, music is important. Music it's, is important. True. Um. Now the last one. This is a bit of a longie, so settle in. As a beginner in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, coming uh, from a black belt in Taekwondo, I'd, par I'd say a perfect class for me would be warm-ups, followed by basic techniques, then drilling on, uh, on that technique. Repeating that technique, drill routine, uh, a lot of total routine, a, a total of three times, then a cool-down stretch period where we can also discuss the technique a bit more and cover the uh, academic side of the students might, be, might need clarification on. One of the frustrating things for me, for me, the BJJ schools I've tried don't have a dedicated beginners course uh, with a well-instructed curriculum that starts at a point A, then moves to a point B to C, etc. They either use a rotating curriculum or the instructor would uh, put techniques out of his ass in, in any order. And they didn't have a dedicated beginners course. I it just said that. Uh, there was fundamentals mm. with, all, with all else, but it seemed that if you weren't already experienced, um, it was a losing proposition. The instructors didn't spend time going over the, te uh, the technique. They would give a quick description, a quick demonstration. Then you were supposed to drill it. I had very bad. I had a very bad instructor who would uh, get upset at students if they didn't get it right off the bat and ask for clarification and need help. I didn't stay with him for long. Ultimately, I wound up doing privates with a friend who'd been doing wrestling and BJJ for years. And as a purple belt, had we started with basic skills. Starting from one position, how to transition to the next, to the next. Working both, getting technique and escapes. Drilling it and reinforcing it by working through the sequence from A to B to B to C, from C to D, etc. It made it far easier to pick up and apply the technique. It's the same, uh, it's the same way I teach Taekwondo. I would never expect a white belt to be able to drop into class without a month or so in fundamentals where, where they're, where you're shown very fundamental things. Uh, They'd never keep up. They'd get fr frustrated and quit. I'm sure for a purple belt and blue belt and brown belt, they'd rather do a quick warm-up, a few minutes in technique, drill, and then get into free rolling or free flowing, and then spend the majority of the time doing that because that's what they've already got a foundation built on. Uh, 
Um, that's the end of that. I think that's a hundred percent true. Dude, fact. Yeah, not true to that. Yeah. Like here's like I I never got that. Like if someone doesn't get the move straight away, like and you get angry. Well, dude, it's your fucking fault for not showing them, giving them enough time and attention. Like man, if you're getting angry at someone for not getting something right after you only show it to them once, that's a failing on your part, and you need to evaluate your teaching fucking mode and sort your shit out. Like get the fuck out of here with that shit. You ever hear the phrase "shit rolls uphill"? Mm, no. <laughs> basically, basically, what it is is if your students can't get the technique, that's on you. Hundred, yeah. hundred thousand percent. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, if uh, if you have a shit student, what does that say about their teacher? No, like I, I know some people aren't good. Aren't, it, it takes them a while to get shit down, yeah. and like you know, they might not be suited for jujitsu. You know, but it could just take them a bit to get the shit down more than you, more than the usual person. Or yeah. you know, maybe maybe they just don't get it because maybe they're not comfortable asking questions because their instructor freaks out at them and gives them shit if they fucking get the thing wrong. So maybe a question wouldn't be well received. Received. So I'm, def- I'm definitely sure Sean's one of the guys yeah. that does this, and I know for a fact he does this. But Kieran does this too, and I noticed that with him a lot because I've I've gone to a few competitions and the, and their coaches, and their coaches just don't give a shit and they don't want to be there. But Kieran, I, I know for a fact Sean has because I fought a lot yeah. of Sean, not a lot of them, but I fought a good few of Sean's fighters. And I've seen him in the corner, and he's been like, "Yeah, no, you're all right, you're all right." He they instill confidence in the students like you know it's not just like it's not just like um here do this technique and do this and do that like you know if someone's not working he'll be saying right so let's try it this way because you know it might be a bit different everybody does, everybody does this slightly differently so like i know for a fact that kieran does this because this is the kind of way that i learned a lot of stuff is you be you be getting taught with techniques like i don't really kind of get that like i don't really kind of think right we'll try it try it this way and then that'll switch things and even if you're and even if you're somebody who isn't getting it, like let's say you're a three-year, three or four-year white belt and you still don't have your blue belt, he's like, no, don't worry, it'll come. Like it's, it's not just like, oh yeah, you should have one out. It's like, no, don't worry about it. Like you know, you'll get there. Don't worry about it. Like you know, just keep working on techniques, keep competing, keep doing what you're doing. Like you know, it'll come. That kind of thing. Like you know, some people are like, oh yeah, you should have your blue belt by now. It's like, well, you should go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but like you know, a lot of coaches nowadays are kind of like, once you get to that two-year mark, it's like, there you go, there's your blue belt. But then. Whoever earns their blue belt or whoever earns their respective belt or whatever it is, it's still they still get this kind of like if the technique isn't coming to you, just keep doing it, keep doing it until it clicks, and then if you still have questions, just come up and ask. Like, you know, just just do the technique anyways, and then we'll we'll kind of work out the finer details at the end of the class something if you want. Um because like you know, there's they instill confidence rather than just like, you know, telling you this is how it is, this is what to do. It's not, it's that's it like and thanks for the props on that one Con. but you know the way i kind of think of it, if a student isn't teach, you know learning the way you're teaching it just teach it the way they learn mm. you know some that's people it. will learn things by watching you some people will, will learn things by having it done on them mm. because they can feel it some people will learn it by you telling them the little little grit nitty gritties of it like you know yeah so everyone learns different okay. you know so if, if you're not as a coach open-minded to kind of see someone's not Just being there and being able to instill a bit of confidence in them. Mm. So instead of saying you're doing it wrong, say, "Look, you're doing you're doing it a bit different. This this adaptation might suit you more." Mm. And before you know it, they cracked it, and it's like, "Wow, boom!" They can do the technique that you're teaching. Yeah, you know. So yeah, they 
people they're not not necessarily doing it wrong they're just doing it different you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, guys i think we're gonna call it an episode there it was a fucking good one so guys if you want to follow wrestling class no oh. uh maybe we could do that do that another day or something it's pretty pretty good overlap and stuff just double leg the fuck out of them if they annoy you that's the, that's, that's, that's the gist i'm getting that's that's not really the gist you're getting like wrestling classes should be like three hours long but whatever Okay, so guys, if you want to follow us all on Instagram, it's <laughs> it's it's at human jitsu at at that's jitsu with a Z, not an S. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Z? That's correct. Yeah, because well, the other one's taken. The podcast page is at human jitsu podcast. Be sure to follow, go join our Facebook group if you want to suggest a topic, ask a question to anyone in the community. It's all good. It's all above board. So guys, you've anything to say before we shoot off? Do you want to check in? Yep, see how you're getting on, guys. There's that at all. Give us a shout. Mm, 100%, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Adios.